Good morning for Thursday, April 6th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump suggests bigger U.S. role in Syria. Bannon removed from Committee on U.S. Security and Trump weighs accelerating infrastructure bill. In today's national headlines, Trump's life story tests editors for children. Ferguson voters return a white mayor to office. And Los Angeles raids target investor green card fraud. In today's business headlines, Fed to trim investor holdings, experts say. Trump defends Fox host after harassment claims. And Panera to join European coffee giant in $7.5 billion sale. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled Trump Suggests Bigger U.S. Role in Syria. Reported from Washington. President Trump warned on Wednesday that he would not tolerate the heinous chemical weapons attack in Syria, opening the door to a greater American role in protecting the population in a vicious civil war that he's always said the United States should avoid. The president declined to offer any details about potential action, but he said his horror at the images of innocent children, innocent babies choked by poison gas in a rebel-held area of Syria has caused him to reassess his approach. Only days after the White House declared it would be silly to persist in trying to oust President Bashar al-Assad, Trump said, My attitude toward Syria and Assad has already changed very much. It crossed a lot of lines for me, Trump declared at a news conference in the Rose Garden, referring to the red line that his predecessor, President Barack Obama, had drawn before a 2013 poison gas attack by Assad's forces. Obama's failure to strike Syria after that, Trump claimed, sowed the conditions for this new assault. The estimated death toll was reported to have exceeded 100. Syria was one of several places, along with North Korea and Iran, where Trump on Wednesday threatened a forceful American response. But in all these cases, he declined to disclose options, arguing that there was a need for surprise, but stoking worries that his fledgling administration is not ready to deal with multiple threats across the Middle East and Asia. At the United Nations, Trump's ambassador, Nikki Haley, warned that the United States might take unilateral action if the Security Council failed to respond to this latest atrocity in Syria. A shift in policy could include airstrikes, which were considered and ultimately rejected by Obama. Trump, standing alongside King Abdullah II of Jordan at the news conference, told reporters, I'm not saying I'm doing anything one way or the other, but I'm certainly not going to be telling you. Trump's stern words and lack of specific raised anew a question that the president until now has avoided. His criteria for using force, both in a humanitarian cause and in facing a direct, if distant, threat to the United States. It is usually better to threaten unspecific consequences until you're at a more advanced stage of planning, said Walter Russell Mead, a foreign policy expert at Bard College. The danger is you become so distracted by these multiple crises that you can't focus on the most urgent one or the one where the U.S. actually has a chance of succeeding. 
Despite his earlier advice to Obama not to act, Trump now says his predecessor missed an opportunity to solve the Syria conflict by failing to enforce his red line in the sand. When he didn't cross that line after making the threat, the president said, I think that set us back a long ways, not only in Syria, but in many other parts of the world, because it was a blank threat. Next on the front page, Bannon removed from Committee on U.S. Security. Reported from Washington. For the first 10 weeks of President Trump's administration, no advisor loomed larger in the public imagination than Stephen Bannon, the raw and rumpled former chairman of Breitbart News, who considers himself a virulently anti-establishment revolutionary out to destroy the administrative state. But behind the scenes, White House officials said the ideologist who enjoyed the president's confidence has become increasingly embattled as other advisors, including Trump's daughter and son-in-law, complained about setbacks on health care and immigration. Lately, Bannon has been conspicuously absent from some meetings, and now he has lost his seat at the national security table. Trump on Wednesday removed Bannon, his chief strategist from the cabinet-level National Security Council's Principals Committee. The shift was orchestrated by Lieutenant General H.R. McMaster, Trump's national security advisor, who insisted on purging a political advisor from the Situation Room where decisions about war and peace are made. Bannon resisted the move, even threatening at one point to quit if it went forward, according to a White House official who, like others, insisted on anonymity to discuss internal deliberations. Bannon's camp denied that he'd threatened to resign and spent the day spreading the word that the shift was a natural evolution, not a signal of any diminution of his outsized influence. His allies said privately that Bannon had been put on the principle.